0: Last summer, me and my brothers, my brothers and I, whatever, we spent the summer the way we always do, at our grandpa's cabin. Yeah,
1: Well, most kids are at some stupid camp. Me and my brothers, my brothers and I, whatever, whatever. we spent the summer learning old-fashioned, really cool ninja stuff
2: from my Japanese grandfather. Welcome to Generation Lost, the show about movies with me, Bryn.
1: And me, Jeremy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Who is the villain today. The villain. I'm the hero, Jeremy is the villain. I am the night. <laughs> He's the night, I'm the day.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, it's a show about movies we don't take ourselves too so seriously. It's
1: the show about good and evil with Bryn and Jeremy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the war, the everlasting war between good and G- evil represented by our hosts, Bryn and Jeremy.
1: It's about sending a message. I-
2: <laughs> I'm the good one, by the way.
1: Yeah, Brynn is, Bryn is the protagonist. Yeah,
2: and you're the antagonist. I'm the antagonist. Yeah, you're always antagonizing me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always pro-tagging you. <laughs> or protagonist. Yeah, nobody says yeah.
1: protagonizing.
2: Yeah, I don't know what that would mean.
1: It would be like, well, when you antagonize somebody, it's when you're like annoying and you like poke at them to get them to like do something bad. Right. So protagonizing would be like, if you nag somebody to like do a chore they have to do
2: (laughs) i'm protagonizing you yeah
1: to yeah my wife my wife protagonizes me to to make a doctor's appointment because i haven't (laughs) been to a doctor in like three years
2: you should probably do that
1: i should really do that
2: (laughs) who knows what your blood pressure is now
1: (laughs) god only knows what with all the adderall
2: yeah the the month of pills and catnip (laughs) if you'd like to hear more about the month of pills and catnip you can go to our patreon go to
1: patreon.com slash generation loss
2: that episode that we just recorded yes uh but it's not about that
1: it's not about that it's about movies fucking movies
2: and i would like to know what did you watch this week i would like to know what you watched this week
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you for asking you're
2: welcome
1: uh this this week I watched the 2022 film Death on the Nile.
2: Oh, the, the Poirot movie. Yeah, the
1: new Kenneth Branagh joint. Oh my God, uh, I fucking
2: ate that guy.
1: <laughs> I don't really know much about him. I know he directed
2: Thor and he has directed multiple Shakespeare adaptations in which he plays the best role. Like he's mm-hmm. always putting him in, himself in the best role. Like in Othello, he plays Iago in... Macbeth. He plays Macbeth. And know. in
1: this, he plays Poirot. He's Poirot. I think so, right? Uh maybe. Yeah, so, yeah, he's Poirot.
2: So I really like how 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 uh, how endured endured endured. How in- endured are you to Poirot? Uh,
1: I knew nothing about him coming into this. Oh, okay. I, I know nothing about any of this shit. I just <laughs> i i saw a i saw the poster. Mm-hmm. On one of the streaming services to which I am a subscriber, and uh, it looked interesting, and I watched the trailer, and I was like, "Ooh, a little mystery." <laughs>
2: it is a little. It is Poirot a mystery. is a good mystery
1: guy. Yeah, he- he's like uh, he's like Belgian. Uh, 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 what's his name? Sherlock, Sherlock.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he is I like kept that. wanting
1: to say Shakespeare, and I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs>
2: not Shakespeare. Not Shakespeare.
1: He didn't solve mysteries. Um, the
2: Ori- uh, Murder on Orient Express. Have you seen that?
1: No, that's. I just realized, like, after I finished watching it, that that was it. That this is like a sequel to that or whatever.
2: Yes, and um,
1: did people like that? Is it? Did you see that? Was it so, good?
2: So, the 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 one that people like a lot is the one with Albert Finney as Poirot. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's from, I believe, the 70s or 80s. Um, But personally, there's a BBC movie on the Orange Express where David Suchet Suchet is Poirot. Mm -hmm. And I think that one is even better. Um, But they're both good. But
1: th- and, and the newer one, the 2017 Kenneth Branagh one, is not good. It is good.
2: Oh, there's a Kenneth Branagh?
1: Yeah, there's a 2017 Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, my Express God. I haven't seen that one. I've that seen I the 2010 is, yes, one, and Kenneth, I've seen the Kenneth 70s Brana. one. I think it was a hit, is the thing. And, really? and they made a sequel to it here okay. uh, in, in Death on the Nile.
2: Interesting.
1: And um, I must say, fantastic time at the movies. Great. I didn't go to the movies. I watched it at home. But it was a great time, and I would recommend watching it. It's a fun little mystery uh that has a lot of fun little twists and turns and uh it is it is a good mystery story in that you could have figured it out yourself the final way that it kind of transpires is a little bit like that's kind of stupid why would it have happened that way (laughs) uh but you could have guessed like more or less like you could have guessed the broad strokes of it you could have figured it out from stuff that's available to you but the the minor details of it you'd be like i would have never thought of that because that's kind of stupid okay but like there's
2: in some versions of murder on the already express there is something like that mm -hmm. but uh in the best version i think but it's like
1: these are books that they're based on so it's kind of like what are you gonna do like that's what you know that's what the fuck she wrote so i mean that's what happens
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah have you ever read any of her shit no uh some of it's pretty cool the one that is unspeakable is very good Mm -hmm. um and I've read some. Which for wh- what do you mean? Uh the the proper title uh is um the current title is And Then There Were None. Okay. The original title is Ten Little N words. No. <laughs> yeah. No
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> You're fucking kidding me, man. That's crazy. Yeah, and then the the, the They retitled it?
2: They retitled it Ten Little Indians, which okay. was then uh, once again PC'd into and then there were none which is the end of the poem that it's right. referencing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because uh, th- it's, like a, it's like a poem she's yeah, referencing. Yeah, no, I know.
1: I, I'm familiar with the Ten Little Indians. Yeah. Um, damn. Well, anyway. <laughs>
2: but the book is good.
1: Death on the Nile tells the story of uh, Army Hammer and uh, Gal- Really? Uh, yes. Uh, th- this is something that's very fascinating about this movie as well, is that <laughs> it has a extremely canceled cast- <laughs> Uh, because it Johnny has
2: Depp is in the 2017 orion express movie
1: yes and and it seems as though this is kind of becoming a pattern for the franchise i was trying not <laughs> to bring it up when we were talking about fantastic beasts on the bonus on the bonus uh, uh patreon.com slash generation that's right <laughs> uh so here here are some of the uh the highlights of the cast we have of course uh known cannibal <laughs> army <laughs> hammer
2: right bat yeah He's canceled have, for eat for wanting to eat people.
1: We have current uh, uh, current anti-vax YouTuber Russell Brand.
2: Is that his deal now? I yeah, he's he, an anti-vax YouTuber. Wasn't he like just a like liberal hero mm-hmm. like f- f- when Trump was president for like standing up to him and like I didn't know he was canceled. He's anti-vax.
1: He's like a, yeah, he's some sort of weird anti-vax guy. Okay. And then Gal um,
2: Gadot canceled for being uh, Israeli.
1: Yes uh and for being a terrible actor and then mm-hmm. um we also have uh Latisha Wright who is also an anti-vax person Oh really? Um
2: I didn't even realize she was uh
1: I only learned that later. Mm-hmm. Uh but it is very funny that it, the main people in the movie are are Russell Brand and Army Hammer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty funny. She's,
1: and she must say in... they both do a pretty good job. Army Hammer a little less so. Russell Brand is fucking great in this. Everyone loves Russell Brand. He's very good. I everybody loves him and he's an electric performer, I must say. Of but course. in this in particular I was very impressed because he's playing very against type. He's oh, like okay. he his character is a like kind of like uh like a a conservative tightly wound uh posh London doctor mm-hmm. who uh was a lord who decided not to become, like, a lord uh, or whatever. He has some sort of, like, you know, royal title or whatever, but he, like, goes to med school and becomes a doctor and, like, doesn't fuck around with his family's business anymore because he's like, I, I don't give a shit about that shit. I want to be a doctor. Mm. Anyway, so the story is Army Hammer uh, is the this tall, hot man who uh, has a gorgeous... Uh, sexual dynamo girlfriend. Who, <laughs> Wait, well, she fucks a lot. Yeah. They, they, they bring it up right away that they fuck a lot. There's a lot of very graphically sexual things in this movie that are not like necessarily fucking, but there's like dance sequences that are like wildly erotic. Uh, and, and so we open on one of those and, um, or actually, no, that's not true. We open on a, a, a World War One sequence where we learn about Poirot uh, accidentally blowing his face off with a bomb, <laughs> and what? that's and then uh, and then he's in the hospital, and this woman's like, "You should grow a mustache," and he's like, "Okay, I will," because he's got a scar or whatever. Yeah, and so that's why he has his ridiculous mustache, I guess.
2: It doesn't really cover anything.
1: Yeah, and it's a it it just is like a weird sequence for no reason. Anyway. Okay. The point is Army Hammer has this sexual dynamo girlfriend, they fuck a lot, and then they're at a party, they're engaged, uh and then they're at a party and Gal Gadot comes in and she's way hotter and uh, <laughs> Army Hammer is like I'm going to dance with her for fun. Uh and uh
2: Who's the other girl?
1: The other girl is is uh, I'll look it up. Is it Annette Benning? No, that's that's the mother. That's the anyway, mom. the point is uh Army Hammer leaves his fiance for uh Gal Gadot, okay they are now engaged to be wed uh but just
2: like that on just on, like that on the Nile
1: uh or no never mind they're not engaged they are married uh they get married on the they, boat they get married uh in Egypt and then they go on the boat because uh, as they're on their honeymoon uh the ex-girlfriend keeps showing up places and just being weird and like, sure. just watching them. And so they're like, how do we get away from this bitch? Let's get on a <laughs> fucking boat. So they get on a boat and they're going down the Nile on the boat. And then somehow she gets on board the boat. And uh, that night, uh, some shit goes down, some dramatic goings on, and then Gal Gadot is dead. And then it's a murder mystery of who killed Gal Gadot. And then later, uh-huh. who killed two other people. Um, people
2: keep dying
1: a couple people die throughout yeah interesting and uh anyway it's a nice good classic whodunit sort of thing uh you get a lot of evidence uh (laughs) which is i mean i'm not even like yeah totally like for for a whodunit sort of thing like that's what you want you want a little bit of evidence you want like you want to be clued into everything and it really sucks when you're not and um
2: right it sucks when you feel like the movie is not telling you stuff that the your sort of avatar would know.
1: Yes. Um and it and it kind of hits that nice sweet spot of like you could figure it out yourself. You did figure out part of it yourself, but you didn't figure out the whole thing yourself.
2: That's always the best. That's you,
1: that's when you've hit the right the right notes. Because
2: you want to be surprised.
1: Mm-hmm. It's no fun when you just get it right away.
2: Right. that That's not a good mystery, because then it's just obvious.
1: The ideal, really the ideal, is you get part of it right away, you're talked out of it, then you come back to it, yeah. and then you're surprised by there's another element that you hadn't even considered. Yeah.
2: That's how Knives
1: Out feels. But then once it's there, then you're like, how did I miss it?
2: Right. Murder on the Orient Express does a really good job of all those things. Mm-hmm. Um. And in the in the two thousand ten version, I think has like a really weird emotional weight to it, and mm. like a philosophical perspective that is just like sh- very surprising.
1: Yeah, I mean, this has a lot of that too. There's a lot of there's a lot more character in this than I had expected. Yeah, um, there definitely is that feeling of like <laughs> of uh, I was thinking a lot about. Um, what's his name, Quigley, uh, Quigley Down Under, mm-hmm. that feeling when you watch a movie where you're like, am I supposed to know this guy already? <laughs> and in this case, I was supposed, supposed to know him. this guy already, <laughs> but I didn't. And so a lot of this shit, you're watching it, you're just like, wow, they're really going in on Poirot and like what his deal is <laughs> and whatever. He like, in like his opening scene, he has like, uh, he orders one of every dessert on the menu uh-huh. and they bring him like, uh, they bring him like nine little plates, and he's like, "Well, there can't be nine. I don't like odd numbers. So you're gonna have to take one of these away." And they like <laughs> take one, of them. he's like, "No, no, not that one." <laughs> like Did little you... things like that are very fun.
2: Yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch the show Monk?
1: I watched a few episodes of it. Yeah,
2: I used to watch it very frequently, mm-hmm. and I don't. I remember liking it a lot. Uh,
1: yeah, I love that guy.
2: As you get uh, Tony Shaloub, great guy. Shalhoub. Um, Shalhoub. Uh But as you get older you're like well this isn't how ocd works and then you're like well this isn't how like solving mysteries work yeah and i can't remember if it's like so insane or if it's like some of them are pretty good and some of them are less good because i mean it's a show mystery shows are always like you know how many good mysteries can you come up with in a in a year
1: yeah you really can't like uh, it's good if it's a movie if it's like one that yeah. you have to come up with, that's going to work. If you can do a couple, you know, you've you've done pretty well. I feel like three is the most good mysteries you could come up with in a year.
2: <laughs> yes, three. Is, agree. Three
1: is what I'm calling the max out on that.
2: <laughs> yeah, because how often are you going to, like, repeat scenarios yeah. and, like,
1: twists feel too much the same? And, like, there's tropes, and you can't get out of the tropes because they map to reality, you know? like That's
2: the big worry I have for Knives Out 2 and 3, mm-hmm. is, like how much how far in one direction of like cultural metaphor are you going to go before like the mystery itself suffers
1: yes and I, I can't even really remember knives out that well in terms of like what actually happens but i remember describing it to you after i saw it as yeah. not a who done it but a why done it yes cuz it's like you know from the get go who did it right
2: well I think what's cool about Knives Out is you know who did it. Uh
1: I can't really remember the story now.
2: So, it's like the 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 dad dies and his caretaker basically does it, right? Like she right. she like helps him kill himself or what. He basically kills himself and we see that at the beginning. Right. Um but then it's it's not why it, it is why, but it's also like what else is going on? Um, remember, because yeah, what else done it? Is it Chris Pine or Chris? One of the Chris's. Captain ah. America's in it, right? Captain America. I don't remember. Blonde guy. Yeah. He he, he's in it too, but it gets more complicated. Which I think is just like at a certain point, it's like good writing. Yeah. <laughs> like a mystery is sort of shorthand for like, we're gonna we're trying to write something good. Which is yeah. why I've always been, like, really...
1: Yeah, mysteries don't really have a lot of... That's an interesting thing about the mystery genre, right? Is that there's not a lot to fall back on. There's not a lot of safety net there. Where, like, comedies... Like, comedies I've always thought to be pretty difficult because it's the only one where, like, if you're not laughing, then you didn't make comedy. And, yeah. and but there are tricks and there are things you can fall back on like you can always have somebody fall over and it's funny Hit in the nuts Hit in the nuts there's like you know farts always funny like you know you have like crude humor that you can fall back on to make people laugh and you'll you'll get away with it if you can't make enough jokes but like mysteries there really isn't anywhere to hide if you didn't do it right then it just sucks.
2: <laughs> yeah, no one's gonna because it's like it's also weird because there's a whole genre of sucky mysteries, like mm-hmm. in in paperback. You know, like Dean Koontz, yeah, and uh, Danielle Steele. Those are more romance, and Dean Koontz is more horror. But like, they're the whole thing relies on mystery. Yeah, and there's like a level to it where it's like the bottom of the barrel of Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. like the guy you saw at the beginning is doing it.
1: Yes. There's only one other person there's... here. <laughs> there's nobody else for it to be. <laughs>
2: but if you, cause I grew up, you know, just reading voraciously anything I could get my hands on. And sometimes I was just like reading supermarket novels cause it took hours. Mm-hmm. You know, I would just be like, Oh, I have a, my, my mom is going to drive to her, to her friend's house. That's two hours away. Cause we live in LA and you have to be in the car for two hours. So I just like pick up any book right at the supermarket and read it so I have read a ton of that stuff and like a lot of it is just like you read one and you're like oh wow that's crazy i'll read another one and then you read another one it's exactly the same and mm-hmm. you're like oh wait a minute <laughs> that's the that's the same mystery you had a guy who has this like power or this side type of thing and he wants to sneak this and of course he did this sneaky thing and right and then somebody found out about it and now he's got to hide it and like it's the same premise that's the last one yeah (laughs) um so people make like whole livings writing shitty mysteries but it's always it's always so scary to go see a a movie because it's like there's only one this is the whole universe we're setting up and hope the mystery is something you haven't seen before yeah
1: and hope you give a shit about any of this enough to even, like, try to solve the mystery.
2: Right. Which is why I like I still respect Brick, even though it's not, like, uh, an incredible movie. Right. But, like, the mystery is interesting. The The sort of genre trappings are funny and, and weird. And uh, you got a good mystery, an interesting little mystery to it. But that's why the Kid Detective is so good, too. Yeah,
1: Kid Detective rules. Mm-hmm. Good ass movie. Anyway, what did you watch this week?
2: Uh, so I was told by a friend of mine that there mm. was a very funny documentary coming out. Yes. <laughs> called Watch the Water. Yeah, I wonder who told you about <laughs> it that. It was you. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy's pick this week was the movie we're watching. And then uh, at the beginning of the week, he's like, what is this? This looks crazy. Let's do this.
1: Okay, so here's what happened. I was on Twitter. Yeah. And it was trending enough that it was on my like regular one. Not the not the actual trending that you have to like click away to, but the fucking like recommended the for one. You. The yeah. fake fucking, you know, Potemkin Village bullshit that they make you that they make you endure every day. <laughs> the,
2: but it's probably because you're always talking about how COVID isn't real.
1: Absolutely. I'm always <laughs> I'm always posting about that. But so this was like this was on my trending shit was was Watch the Water. And so That's I looked crazy. into it and it is a it is a quote documentary uh
2: (laughs) yeah barely even qualifies
1: barely qualifies it it is much in the spirit of um that other one that we watched uh
2: shit what was that called um well that's the one that my mom sent me yeah
1: with like the tell a vision
2: tell a vision he's
1: like why do they call it a television tell a vision
2: Oh, right. Television. Why do they call
1: them, they call them channels? But that was Because you're channeling. Why do they call it a remote control? Because it's meant to control you. Remotely. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> yes. God, what was that movie called? Fuck. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll look it up while we're talking about this. Um, but it does... It, it is It is less of a documentary than that movie. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, so... But so, so it's you,
1: called Watch the Water, and it is...
2: Uh, so did you watch it too?
1: I watched up until they start showing The Blacklist, and I'm like, I, I just...
2: Is that before or after the fake TV news? That's after, right?
1: I think it's... Uh, that, I mean, there's news throughout it.
2: No, 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 but there's one that's like fake. Mm. So, okay, so just to set the set the stage for you, listener, this is a mo- uh you know... It's a video. Yeah, it's it's really an interview.
1: It's a produced, but barely an interview. It's really like
2: well, they're clearly acting. <laughs> this this was it's kind of I'm like a little disappointed that you didn't want to do it because it was so funny.
1: I know. I like but I, was, I, I I watched like the first half of it and and I was like. I just don't know that there's enough stuff here to talk about. Yeah, no, there's enough to the talk the about rundown. for 10
2: more minutes. I don't yeah. know if there's enough <laughs> to talk about for 30 minutes. But
1: it was um, really funny what I saw. <laughs> it,
2: it, this was so funny. It was, it was one of the funny... Why is this happening? This is one of the funnier like ones of these that I saw. Because, I, I mean, the, um, the one we watched before, which I still haven't found the name of, um, was sort of funny you know had like it's more sad though these kinds of things right Mm -hmm. um these sort of conspiracy theory like right-wing conspiracy theory uh sad kind of things uh that they they're not like so funny that you laugh this one was very funny
1: there were definitely times where i straight up started laughing
2: i was i was out of
1: shadows
2: out of shadows that's the one that's what it was um sorry about that took me a long time to find you, i don't know I why didn't this
1: was it. the caption that i put for it was in in like action stars little caesar voice pizza pizza <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: because because cheese pizza because of pizza yeah because of pizza gate it was a big that was a big pizza gate one yeah, this is by a COVID the way one. i don't
1: know if people i don't know if people really appreciate my captions on these but i feel like they're always pretty funny
2: <laughs> <laughs> i think they're good i mean i feel like the Jeremy is referring to the description box the description, of the yeah. podcast episode that you're listening to right now. It's probably something funny. Uh, he writes all those. I will write all the bonus ones, which are less funny, but much more informative. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so this movie is an anti COVID conspiracy theorist movie. Yes. It's called watch the water. Now th- what it really is, is a complete grifter guy whose name is Brian artists yeah um and it's just an excuse for him to sort of give his conspiracy theory to you get it out there
1: and to get his name out there to 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 start making the rounds on the conspiracy circuit right
2: because he's not a known one
1: no um when you google him this is what comes up barely
2: he also (laughs) has this uh the one that when you google him what really comes up is his acne medication yes um so this guy
1: is a retired chiropractor he's not
2: a doctor he's
1: not a doctor he calls himself doctor i don't think you have to be a doctor to be a chiropractor at all
2: no i mean that's a fake thing yeah i mean don't get mad at me for that but it's totally
1: true um (laughs) what if that's what got you in trouble today (laughs) after the whole bonus episode. the thing that gets you in trouble is like you called chiropractors i fake. thought it was
2: fair and balanced on the f- on the bonus episode
1: patreon.com slash generation loss <laughs> to find out what we're talking about we
2: don't you if you do, we don't usually plug the patreon this much <laughs> <laughs> um we usually forget to do it yeah um, in, ca-
1: in case you're here for the first time for three ninjas <laughs> in case you're wrong you were. <laughs> You were on the yeah. fence about getting into the show and you were like, Well, you know I'll like give it a I'll give it a roll when they when they pull up a movie I like. And like <laughs> you know, all these weeks you're like, Well, I mean like bicycle thieves. <sighs> who cares? Come and see. <sighs> Dark and then finally, Knight, like, who cares? three ninjas, you're like, What? Oh
2: man, they're doing three ninjas.
1: Finally a I... fucking good movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Gordon Ramsay voice. <laughs> finally some good fucking movies. Um yeah, uh yeah. So chiropractic ch- chiropractic isn't real it's, it's not real. a fake thing that you shouldn't do uh definitely don't let your children do it yes um <laughs> uh, but uh he's not a doctor he's a i'm the word gets thrown around a lot but he is a top of the line grade a grifter yes he real, is literally
1: real. a snake oil salesman <laughs> yes
2: he's selling acne medication that is like just like sugar water yeah um and then now if you go to the link at the end of this video, he's selling COVID cures, which he's legally not allowed to call it. So it's like this cures V, <laughs> um, but it's like some set that costs a hundred dollars. He's literally
1: like... doing the baby Billy thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's literally doing the baby Billy thing. Uh, that's his energy too. Yes. he has this.
1: He's got this weird like Jimmy Fallon energy where he like he's got this like smirkiness behind his voice, and he's like constantly <laughs> looking into the camera
2: <laughs> he's always spiking the camera and <laughs> which make me kept thinking of jimmy J- ricky gervais just feel like you must you mustn't look at the camera yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no he has this like gross somewhere between like like problematic comic book shop owner who like dates a 17 year old and mm. like youth pastor who dates a 17-year-old.
1: Yeah, he's just got, um, he's got a real shit eatingness about him. I'm not
2: calling him a pedophile. Don't sue me, but. Dr. Artis. But um yeah, he he has a gross energy that was difficult to watch. Um but his his theory here, the the thing that was making me laugh out loud multiple times was that his theory is incomprehensible. It's
1: such fucking bullshit i love it because
2: because like out of shadows is mostly correct yeah like it had you know out of shadows was a movie that was about uh about how the cia and the deep state is like doing all these bad things and that we should resist and this big thing that's wrong it was just a q anon movie yeah and, and then the, big thing and that's then wrong the rest of it
1: is him being like and then there's pedophiles in hollywood by the way i'm a stunt man i've seen it yeah, I've just seen... kidding. I haven't seen it, but <laughs> I've been around people who I thought seemed like they might be pedophiles. Right.
2: Uh, and then also Trump will save us. And yeah. then also maybe aliens or something. But like the main core of it was like this is stuff that's sort of based in fact. Yeah, this is a movie about COVID being a made of snake venom. <laughs>
1: And then also, also the vaccine is snake venom. The vaccine and is also snake venom. And additionally, the treatment is snake venom. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about COVID is snake venom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's all snake venom. Which, why? Do, my main, my main takeaway, or my main question from this movie was: So what? Like, what does that mean?
1: Also, well, the idea is that the 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 big the big thing here is that
2: it's also called watch the water and it's it's the big thing is that it's in the water yes
1: they put snake the the biggest theory here the main thing is that covid is caused by snake venom being put into the water supply
2: this is although i will say unclear like even that like basic of a level of what mm-hmm. his theory is is kind of unclear because it's like sort of said that like there's a there's like some sort of picture of them like holding a, um, a, 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 a at home test under the faucet and yes. then it's positive.
1: Hilarious. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> which I forgot all about <laughs> that. I don't know what that's <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh my God. They do the thing where they- Put the magnets where where the, the shot was. Where the shot was. Which? Why would it be magnetized if it's snake venom? Then? Right. It's so. <laughs> con- it's got to be one or the other. It's so
2: confused, and he contradicted. Like
1: the 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 best thing. It though... It was
2: hard not to be like like I I was trying to just laugh at it, but it's like. I couldn't even understand the basic premises of what he was saying from point to point. Like he talks about how like snake venom makes your blood thin and not coagulate, Uh which is the opposite of what venom actually does.
1: Yes. And he also says that uh, he says that it like makes your organs fail, which is what the, the treatment allegedly does. But if the treatment makes your organs fail, then why wouldn't, the water supply and the vaccines make your organs fail. And additionally, if also it was, at
2: what rate? Why is only some people?
1: Yes. Why, why don't some people get COVID? Why don't some people get symptoms? If it was venom, why would it affect children less than adults? That doesn't make any sense. It would work the opposite way because they're smaller. Uh, that's how venom right. works. I mean, it's additionally, just- I don't know if you know this about venom folks at home, uh, if you drink it nothing happens <laughs> it has to get into your blood supply right
2: <laughs> If di- you
1: drink it you'll just throw it up.
2: <laughs> it's just wildly confusing uh, but there is some fantastic parts um spec- oh another
1: fun thing uh water supplies aren't always accessible in the way that you're talking about there's not everybody has like a water works that you can go dump the venom into or whatever There's <laughs> oh, yeah. people who have well water
2: <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, And then what about them? Are they not getting sick? And like,
1: what kind of global operation do you have to be doing to get it into all the water supplies?
2: (laughs) It's just insane. I mean, it's just like the the ramblings of a maniac. It is
1: the most harebrained theory I've heard in a long time.
2: Yeah. And so it is very funny. And there's like, my favorite part is when they like, my two favorite part, the blacklist was killing me. Yes. Um, What
1: was the idea there was he's like... (laughs) He's talking about how the CIA gives you messages through the mass media, right. which is true. Sure. And then he's like, for example, and what was funny to me was that I thought this was going to become a like little set of clips where like people talk about COVID-adjacent things on TV shows before COVID, and that we would watch a couple of them in a row. Right. It is just one episode of The Blacklist <laughs> where a guy gets poisoned by a snake. <laughs> And then I think he says Corona.
2: Yeah, he says the word Corona in a completely different context. Like (laughs) that he's like seeing Coronas around his vision or whatever. Because he's dying of snake venom. Uh, And this guy, like a fucking schizo person that he is, watched it at home and was like, this is important. This is important. This this is evidence of something. (laughs) The Blacklist. (laughs) (laughs) Even
1: watches The Blacklist. (laughs)
2: but my other favorite part was that they're like and then on the news they said this but then they, it cuts to like an unbranded like there's no ABC 7 or oh. like anything it's just like two people sitting at a desk and being like tonight on the news <laughs> <laughs> We talked to this guy.
1: <laughs> I did not get there. I definitely didn't get there. I would have. I would have noticed. Like it
2: looks really produced. Like she's wearing like a you know a, a yellow dress, and yeah. he's wearing a suit, and like it's two different people. Like it looks like it's from something maybe like an Infowars thing. Uh huh. But it's just like some generic city background. They're like, tonight we talk to this guy, and then it like cuts to like some like Zoom call footage of him just being like snake venom.
1: <laughs> Incredible stuff. I I love also in all of these documentaries they do this in um, in in Out of Shadows as well. But like the 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 idea that like so much of the the ethos, so much of the. So much of the, the, the thinking around these circles is like, you can't trust the news. The news is bad. Yeah. The news is evil. They're telling you visions, etc., cetera, et cetera. <laughs> all of this stuff. And then all they ever do is appeal to the authority of the news. Right. They love to show you a news clip. It's like, their favorite thing to show See? you.
2: <laughs> it happened on Fox News.
1: Yeah, the media won't talk about this. Here's a clip, by the way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so highly recommended hilarious movie. Very funny. Uh I thought it was very funny. Uh, and that's what I watched this week. Nice. So what we should now we should get into the movie we actually watched. Yes. Uh which was 3 Ninjas. 3
1: Ninjas from 1993.
2: Uh 3 Ninjas from 1993 1992 according to this.
1: Oh, 1992. Um,
2: directed by John Turteltaub. <laughs>
1: Shut the
2: fuck up. <laughs> yeah, you know, John Turtletob.
1: John Turtletop.
2: <laughs> yeah, he also directed Cool Runnings. Wow. Uh, Phenomenon with John Travolta. Damn. Uh, While You Were Sleeping, Disney's The Kid, which is actually really good, uh, National Treasure 1 and 2.
1: Whoa. Um, so
2: John Turtletop went on to have a pretty big career after this, unlike any of the actors in this movie. Yes. Um, This is a movie... Uh. This is your pick, so why don't you introduce it?
1: Sure. This is a movie that I uh, watched a lot as a kid. Uh, this was one of my favorites when I was, you know, 1992 age. Yeah. Maybe a little later. I would have been four. So I, I loved this movie growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched it a million times. I think I, I skipped the whole ending of this, and I watched it when I came here, but, like, literally like
2: (laughs) oh that why you were surprised you were like oh great (laughs) yeah yeah, because i
1: literally just like i i you know i
2: remember well
1: yeah well mo and nico got home and i was like well i'm gonna go play with my son i literally remember every single thing that happens in this movie i remember every line of dialogue there i nothing is surprising me (laughs) (sighs) yeah uh so this is a movie that i i you know i wore out the vhs tape of watching it over and over again and then in recent years, I did a screening of it for my bad movie show when I had a bad movie show. Um,
2: you had a bad movie show?
1: Yeah, I had a comedy show that was centered around bad movies. What was it called? It was called Bad Movie Club. Oh, okay. It was at Videology.
2: You ran that? Uh-huh. Oh, man. That's crazy. I've definitely gone to that and probably just didn't know you then. <laughs> uh,
1: wild. Well, anyway, uh, it's a movie that I, I adore, and I've seen it a million times, yeah. and uh, watching it today, I was like, damn, I love this flick. <laughs> what a stupid-ass movie, but I love it so much. <laughs> had you ever seen this before?
2: I had. I had seen this movie probably 20 times when mm-hmm. I was a kid. I okay. did also watch it a lot. Um, I don't remember if I saw it in the theater. I think I did, because this movie came out, I was six, Mm-hmm. six years old so i i'm pretty sure i watched in the theater and i definitely saw strike back uh kick Back in the theater
1: okay the sequel. i don't think i've ever seen any of the sequels uh
2: the second one rules mm-hmm. um
1: that's knuckle up
2: knuckle up is the one i'm thinking of
1: yeah and then uh and then kickback is the third one and then high noon at mega mountain is the fourth one i believe
2: oh okay and that's so the I one that i
1: think has so Hulk i've, Hogan in I've it. seen
2: two and three for sure i've never seen that high noon one in the second one they replaced rocky with a different kid yeah and then in the
1: third one i think all of them are replaced
2: right i think i only saw that once but the second one has most of my favorite cult um
1: everyone's favorite is cult this
2: is the first movie i remember having a crush on a human
1: because
2: mm. i remember liking robin hood when i was little yeah and i was like this guy is guys cool in a sort of like little girl kind of way, just being right, like, sure. "I want to tug him or whatever," you know. But yeah, like yeah, yeah. Colt was like, "I want to be his girlfriend." Like I, uh-huh. you know, like I, I have a crush on this child. Um, I'm six, you know. And I remember having an argument with my friend Tiffany about who was a, but would it was hotter, basically.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say like who was Colt's girlfriend? No, no, no.
2: <laughs> uh she was she liked rocky oh okay. and i was like you like rocky and yeah she that was sucks like, She shouldn't like, like rocky she was like offended that i didn't and i i mean we were kids so. No,
1: the the ranking goes cult number one tum tum number tum-tum two, two rocky three
2: <laughs> <laughs> i felt like yes i remember rocky is just so bland and mm-hmm. has like an annoying face he's
1: the leonardo he's, he's like the
2: leonardo who the fu- who's true. favorite
1: is leonardo it goes <laughs> Raphael, number one, Michelangelo, number two, Donatello, number three, (laughs) Leonardo, number four.
2: I got to disagree with you here. Who's number one, Michelangelo? Donatello for me. Whoa. I'm a big Donatello fan. This is me as a kid. I I haven't thought about this since I was eight years old. Of course. Donatello is the smart, cool goth. I mean, he's like the most one in my- He's not
1: goth. What? Well, he's he's like- He's just a nerd. He's nerd. Raphael is goth.
2: Raphael is mean. And that always scared me. Mm. So I liked Donatello, Mikey, who was fun and liked pizza. Yeah, He's the tum-tum. They
1: all like pizza.
2: Yeah, but he really likes pizza. (laughs) He's the fun. He's
1: a pedophile.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's Donatello, Mikey, Leonardo, and then Raphael. Get
1: the fuck out of here.
2: (laughs) Leonardo is cool and a leader and a nice guy. And he's got swords. Raphael
1: is the cool one.
2: He was the scary one. I was afraid that he would, like, hurt people. Like, he, <laughs> like he looks like he's going to hurt April in the movie.
1: You know what I mean? Like, I was
2: afraid of him a lot. All right, fair enough. He wears a trench coat, and he's all mad all the yeah. time. Uh, anyway, this movie, yes, we're absolutely in agreement. It's cold. It's tum It's rocky. Yes. Uh, so the movie is about them they're three brothers they're three brothers they have a they Japanese, have a Japanese <laughs>
1: grandfather they are very white their parents <laughs> are very white victor Wong is the only asian person <laughs> in their family seemingly passed on none of his genes
2: possibly in the movie i oh except for the uh
1: there's one, a couple one, of uh there's a couple of one, one of the
2: henchmen yeah
1: a couple of them the, there's the guy who gets his pants pulled down Oh, he's yeah. he's asian uh the big tank guy is oh, asian right. mm-hmm. anyway uh so we we open on them at their summer getaway with grandpa learning ninja skills, uh having a grand old time. Very good sequence, I think. Um well before we get into the, the synopsis, how was your revisiting of it? Did you did you have fun? Did you enjoy it?
2: Uh so so when I first put it on, uh it was even more straight to video feeling than I remembered it being mm-hmm. uh at first. Like the first opening part of it I was like, oh no. With like
1: the voiceover and everything. yeah. yeah like, like this is we a- spend the summers with our Japanese grandpa. It feels like
2: a Christian straight to video yeah. movie.
1: And that would be a summer we'd never forget.
2: But then the action guts in. And it's, like, playing out in wides. Mm-hmm. There's interesting little, like...
1: Yeah, I was surprised how well the action is, like, choreographed and shot. And the like, kids
2: clearly know... the Like, it's not they're, they're, doubles. They're
1: not actors. They are martial arts kids. That's yeah. how they got cast. Uh,
2: yeah, and, you know, you can tell from the acting. But uh, they're also <laughs> kids, so... You and don't I was
1: going to say, you can tell Victor Wong is not doing anything, because it's <laughs> very clearly a different guy.
2: Yeah, uh, which... which this time I was like, "Why did they cast him?" Like, I'm sure there's a lot of like older-looking Asian men who can actually do. Because they
1: needed one name in this.
2: Is he a name? What's he from?
1: He's in um, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, okay. Um, I want to say he's in. Um, uh, yes. Uh, 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 is he not the guy in Karate Kid also?
2: Uh no, the Mr Miyagi. Yeah, that's not him.
1: He's in Big Trouble in Little China. He's um, in.
2: Uh he's in stuff Prince of Darkness, The Golden Child. Uh Oh yeah, The
1: Golden Child.
2: Mm-hmm, the Eddie Murphy movie. Uh-huh. He's not that big of a name. He's in Jade. Oh, that's after. Uh he's in Blood Sport with a Yeah, he's like a martial artist guy, but Anyway, uh I feel like they could have just had someone who could actually do martial arts because he yeah. does it a lot in the beginning, uh, yes, and it's and very, it's very pl- <laughs>
1: visibly not him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I was that 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 whole sequence where that he's training them. I was like, "Oh, this is really not going to hold up." Yeah. But then once like the other stuff with the kids starts happening, I was like, "Wow, this is really well directed." Um, and you know, it's no Jackie Chan sure but it's like pretty interesting action Like for kids
1: beating up ninjas it's pretty
2: good it's pretty good it could have been way worse and so that started to put me a little at ease um and then like the memories started coming back yeah, yeah, yeah. when they they get their names and it's tum tum and colton and, and rocky and i was like oh yeah, yeah that's their names
1: and then once for me once the once the surfer guys show up the first yeah. set of bad guys once the surfer guys show up i'm like This movie rocks. (laughs) Those guys are awesome. They're so fun. Their whole, like, they're, I mean, they're very cliche uh, and they Uh say a lot of very generic surfery shit, but there's a lot of really fun stuff happening between them and, and with the kids and stuff. Yeah,
2: I, I was pretty, I wasn't very soft on that. I, I didn't like them at all. What? I'm thinking
1: of like one of, like, the little moments that they have where, like, um, uh like when they're driving and like Fester gets distracted by watching them ride their bicycles and he's just like cool man uh, <laughs> like i love how like like when they go into the bedroom and he's like cool room <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is a very very silly depiction of these people uh you know it's it, it's good jokes for a kids movie mm-hmm.
1: Uh, good acting is what I mean is like very good acting choices that he's making with like little moments like that of like getting distracted by something or like um, uh, what is it there's like th- there's something that he says under his breath at some point uh-huh. uh, that I thought was really like just little little acting choices that you just don't see a lot in this kind of movie. That like you know, sure it's not like you know serious acting that's happening here but it's like it's it's somebody giving a shit about a role a lot more than they would in this type of movie. I,
2: I will give it that the performances of those bad guys are on par with Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern in Home Alone. Oh yeah. Like I think I, it 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 could be a lot worse. Like this kind of movie that is basically a Home Alone ripoff. Mm. Anyway. Yes. Like. I've seen those and I've seen the sequels to home alone where that the ones that Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern aren't in mm-hmm. and the kind of like bumbling bad guy can be much more insufferable than this. Yes. This is, you know, there are jokes and they're acted and there's characters like these people are characters, you know, mm-hmm. they're broad, they're cartoon characters, but they're, they're actors. They're so. their characters
1: are all the same. So, all right. So, so story wise, first sequence we're we're training with grandpa and uh, then
2: Right. It's never clear why we're training, but we are I think training just, to be ninjas for fun. I think fun. they just
1: spend the summer with grandpa and that's what they do with grandpa. Yeah. Like that's it's what not he necessarily do, like he's a ninja. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's just a fun activity that they do while they stay with him for the summer.
2: Right. Which is sad they didn't give him like at the end he shows up in his ninja garb and it's like a halloween costume like it's so
1: bad (laughs) falling
2: (laughs) off of its face and shit it
1: looks like a fucking like raincoat (laughs)
2: like the the bad guys ninjas aren't even that good either yeah but his is worse this
1: is really bad yeah
2: they i really wish that like when you reveal him in the ninja costume it was just like an incredible like like really nice looking ninja costume i know?
1: wanted it to be like theirs i wanted him At to have like, like a cool theirs. colorful thing with like a fun mask oh yeah because he gives them the masks and he says like when my father gave me my mask and my name and whatever first of all we never learned his name but uh grandpa yeah like it was his ninja name grandpa what was uh, it yeah, like, i don't know he should have told us it was you know i was called um you know tree <laughs> <laughs> whatever i don't know whatever yeah. uh Anyway, um, so so they're spending the summer with Grandpa, learning to be ninjas. Uh, we cut to their dad, uh, who is an FBI agent, who's setting up an arms deal with this guy, Snyder. Uh, they're selling missiles with th- <laughs> the funniest <laughs> plant Saudi guy. <laughs> yes. They're, so the, the scheme is that they have a guy playing a Saudi prince or whatever. Uh, who's got a suitcase full of cash? He's buying a missile from Snyder. Uh, the guy. One missile. That one, was a <laughs> single very missile. Funny. Uh, <laughs> He's just like buying a missile. <laughs> but the guy is like the most like. <laughs> just like cop plant just like a yeah, white yeah. man with a mustache just like
2: central <laughs> casting for with, like just saudi like, guy with a
1: saudi hat on he doesn't even look like he could be a little bit middle Eastern. <laughs> he's just a white guy with a mustache he looks
2: like he's maybe polish maybe
1: polish <laughs> and, and he's like he's like here's a suitcase full of cash and he's yeah. like well as the people of my country say you're under arrest and then a whole action sequence where a million fbi guys show up Snyder gets away on a helicopter. They don't chase after him. No, Even though you that. can see that. him off in the distance. Like, you can see where he's going. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Helicopters don't have that much range. I'm pretty sure in
1: L.A. Like, don't it's you... a pretty low city. You You're can just watch. you the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't you have... A... How did you guys get here?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any Didn't sense. Didn't you guys
1: come in a helicopter? I mean, I gotta
2: be honest. Like, anything that was, like, the adult side of the story Mm -hmm. no idea like i was not paying attention sure i was just like whatever whatever man Um, let's
1: keep this moving (laughs) get back to the kids (laughs)
2: yeah get back to the fun home alone stuff
1: yeah honest to god like once the surfer guys are out of the movie you're like and that uh, is whatever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's why wa- okay, so that that happens and then So
1: okay, so 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 uh Snyder gets away. We have a little sequence of him with his like partner or whatever being like, ah oh, fuck, that was that guy and and I know his grandpa and or no, I his wife's dad and and let's go pay him a visit." And so they go and they have a big action sequence where Snyder and his goons fight the boys at at grandpa's compound. Right. And Snyder's like, "Hey, Come train my fucking ninjas. (laughs) And Grandpa's like, no. And he's like, I won't. All right, I'll see you later then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He leaves. Uh, And then the boys go home. Snyder hatches a scheme to kidnap the boys as some means of. Like, I guess his idea is that the FBI will leave him alone if the boys are at risk. But that seems like a surefire way to get the fbi to come to your your big boat yeah, they're
2: gonna know where they are yeah
1: so he's gonna kidnap the boys he hires these surfer dudes to go do it uh we we differ in our view of the surfer guys i think they're fantastic <laughs> i think that whole sequence is buckets of fun
2: it's i mean like once they start doing the home alone stuff mm-hmm. it's fairly entertaining oh i even
1: think Uh, like i even think their opening scene where they're in the convenience store robbing it and like he's holding a gun to the convenience store guy's head and he's like empty the register and then he gets like a beep on his beeper and he's like excuse me sir can i use your phone
2: (laughs) (laughs) that is funny
1: you're holding a gun to his head you say excuse me sir
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's good stuff in there um and then so they go to try to the, the, the their places the n- three ninjas places crawling with feds yeah and they're like oh we can't go here so they don't do it but then we have a whole section where their bike is being stolen yeah who gives a shit uh, about this and then they, they play a, basketball, they play a game. basketball
1: game it's way too long
2: <laughs> it's way too long the nwa kids are there and uh they get their bike stolen yeah um and uh
1: Anyway, these these surfer guys go try to kidnap the boys. The boys have a a home alone style caper where they're like setting traps and like doing little booby traps and little little sequences and like Colt ruins his mask instantly. Oh yeah, he paints it. <laughs> he paints it white so that he can blend in with this room that they're remodeling. Which okay. Okay. Sure. Whatever. It's it's fun. It's it's very good like uh, like kid power fantasy stuff. Yes, that's the, what's really fun about the, it. The
2: movie is functionally a power fantasy of if I took some karate lessons, what could I do? Yes, what absolutely. Am
1: I- <laughs> and also like, but it has other levels to it too because there's like little things that uh, that you get clued into where like. You know, Rocky has this like incredible like can phone that goes oh, to yeah. his girlfriend's house across the street, but it's like on like a cool like podcaster's like swivel arm thing. <laughs> they like throw they it have back. a they have a fucking red blinking alarm light that they've installed <laughs> in the wall that warns them <laughs> when their mom is coming so they can pretend to be in bed. Yeah, it's
2: very like nineties Nick. Yeah. Kind of like kids rule
1: kind of stuff. It's so funny. I, I was laughing so much today watching it just at the idea that they installed this light. Yeah. <laughs> like how did the mom know? The Who mom has to them? know about yeah. it. <laughs> they had to run electrical up
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess it's just like plugged into the wall or something. But then there's no, like the It's attached sensor? to the yeah. wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Uh, there's like little stuff like that where it's just like, it's funny because there's like, the Home Alone sequence is ho- very Home Alone, right? They're playing, they're playing tricks. Yeah. And there's like, they're slipping around on the soap and on jelly beans. And then at a certain point, they're just like beating up grown men. <laughs> yeah. It's with just like, like, like
1: a fucking like with with like the iron from the from the fireplace and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's like just choking them, and they have guns still. <laughs> They've never like they didn't like dispense with the guns. Yeah. They're just like. They just like take them away from them. And it's just like uh, there's a part where I think it's co- or it's just Rocky on two of them. And mm-hmm. he's just like murdering them. And yeah. they're just like, oh, no.
1: <laughs> yeah. You didn't really need to do all the tricks. You guys are very well-trained martial yeah, artists. You're apparently so you just like fight. super
2: kids. <laughs> like you could have just taken them on. Yeah. Uh, which by the end of the movie, they haven't like learned or powered up at all. It's just they are still better than like grown also.
1: Yeah, I guess like the big the big thing at the end is like the power of the family unit, the team, the four strands of rope cannot be broken oh, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, getting
2: together whatever. Yeah. But like they're also already friends. Yeah. There's not like they're not really that like in competition or you know yeah. hating each other. So that's not really set up. <laughs> um so anyway,
1: so the, the, the surfers fail. They dispatch
2: the, with the surfers. It doesn't
1: work out for them. And then at the end, Snyder just shows up with his big giant guy <laughs> and they just take them anyway. Right. Which kind of makes you wonder, like, why didn't you just do why that didn't from you the, do the beginning? That.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, what even
1: tipped them off? Like, <laughs> what... How did they know they were failing? Yeah. What, like, what made them think, like, we better go clean up this mess, these surfer like guys. They're, waiting
2: in. outside. Yeah. Just like, this is taking a little long. <laughs> they're probably fucking up. Um... And so they take them back to their boat. Yes,
1: they have a big boat that's sitting in the harbor. The grandpa... uh, It's like an
2: aircraft carrier, right? It's like
1: huge. It's a huge boat that they keep, I guess, like all their guns and shit on or whatever. (laughs) But the point is uh, the grandpa shows up. All this time, also, there's been like a couple little sequences where you see the grandpa like tracking uh, Snyder. Right. And uh, whatever, who cares? Uh, It doesn't matter. When he shows up. Uh, the parents come home and they're like, the boys are gone. They've been kidnapped. Uh, And then the, probably the funniest part of the movie (laughs) by far is when you see like grandpa's silhouette off in the distance
2: <laughs> and then all the
1: cops are like the, the cops all point their guns at him and they're like wait it's my father-in-law and it's just this old Chinese guy <laughs> in a fucking like it looks like a it's made of raincoat material it looks it really does not bad fit
2: <laughs> it looks worse than every other ninja costume in the movie <laughs>
1: I looks- really can't stress enough how bad this ninja costume was. <laughs> it looks like you couldn't sneak around because it would be too loud. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point of a ninja <laughs> is that you sneak around and he would be crinkling be everywhere. Like, sh- 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 yeah, yeah the sound of like i haven't seen these pants in a long time but you remember like balloon pants yeah like
2: mc hammer pants
1: <laughs> like you'd get like a like a like a charlotte hornets outfit oh yeah like the basketball like, it's like a windbreaker jacket and then windbreaker pants yeah and like that sound of those swishing against yeah, each sh- other
2: <laughs> and it's like tied in the back with string <laughs> it looks so bad
1: it really couldn't look worse uh, and
2: he's like i gotta go find your our kids or whatever and yeah. they're like okay i guess
1: they're like we're the fbi we'll do that and he's like he's a ninja i'm a ninja that's the only way to do this and they're like all right whatever
2: and so we go to the boat we go to the
1: boat and there's a whole sequence of very it, it plays out very much like a video game yeah but what's fun is that this is pre that type of video game so i guess that type of video game is probably taking cues from like this the type movies, of yeah. movie well like uh, i
2: feel like all video games at that point were like starting to take cues from like game of death but with bruce lee it's like what mm-hmm. if you go different levels and there's different fighters and yeah
1: stuff? um 92 it's like is it even snes yet
2: maybe yeah yeah yeah. it's snes because uh it's 85 or 6 that's regular nes Mm -hmm. and then i think it's like maybe the snes comes out that year or something
1: yeah they're playing i mean they're playing regular mario yeah they're playing
2: regular super mario
1: um anyway the point is uh, this whole sequence in the boat plays out like a video game where they're like doing little there's little stealth mode missions there's like different bosses that they have to reach and and fight that like there's no reason for them to be, like to exist the way they do right they they just like, in, like enter her rooms yeah. it's <laughs> they, like
2: it's like fucking kill bill yeah it, it's like yeah then then there's this guy's room or whatever yeah
1: they enter this one room and there's like this really scary dude with like a big sword that he licks and like yeah, he's got yeah. like Face paint on, and then they like break open a steam valve in his face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is really funny because the movie has been a Home Alone movie, and there for the whole runtime of the movie, it's only 84 minutes long. Yeah. Um, the whole runtime of the movie, it's been basically Home Alone, except they also just like are really strong and can ki- like knock out grown men with their f- tiny baby fists. Yeah. Um, until this, when just like they're killing people and it's like <laughs> not really cartoony. Yeah. I mean, it is, but it's like, they're out. Like those people, like they, who they get, they throw like stuff at. And like at the end, like the grandpa just like throws a knife into a guy's heart. Yeah. And that's just like how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it gets weirdly violent. Yeah. Uh which I liked as a kid. I remember being like, Okay, cool. So now it's like a real action movie. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's like the stakes the stakes get higher as the movie goes, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Um so they, they go through a couple of boss missions. Uh they have the the Steam guy. There's one where there's like two dudes who do like a fun little like dance routine fight that they end up beating up. Then they have to fight the tank. And uh, when they fight the tank, all of their hits with their little baby fists are useless. Just
2: bounce right off of them. Bounce
1: right off of them. And then they have to remember what grandpa taught them in the beginning with the very cool dummy that he made, (laughs) where if you kick it in certain places, the eyes light up. That is another
2: section where like, like the fucking random dolly zoom in the basketball section. Mm -hmm. This is like pretty ahead of its time. I thought in terms of like having like every time they hit him in like the specific places it like, like really quickly cuts back to the dummy like lighting up. Yeah. Um, like it's almost stroby.
1: Yeah. Uh, I like that. That
2: was. I thought that was good. You That's know? a fun it, little bit. It's it, it it's exciting. It's like a nice little touch.
1: So then they take down the tank, and then uh, we're in our final battle. All the ninjas are uh, gathered round as uh, Grandpa takes on Snyder. Yeah. And um, I think Snyder is about to take on the boys, and then Grandpa shows up. Right mm-hmm. is how that happens. And anyway, yeah, he's
2: like, I'm gonna finish this myself, yeah. And then, and then the grandpa shows up. He's like, Ah, oh, no me.
1: And so then they have a hilarious fight. Um, yeah. Snyder rules. By the way, we haven't really talked about this enough, but yeah, Snyder, Snyder is, is, like is like some
2: sort of he. There's this specific character in some specific '90s movie that he reminds me of. He's like a yeah. slender, brown, like tan guy. Yeah, he's, with a ponytail. He's got a slick back hair and then a ponytail. He
1: has what I often describe as tan penis energy. He's like a he's like (laughs) the kind of guy you see at a nude beach.
2: (laughs) Okay. Interesting. (laughs) He just
1: has like a pin straight ponytail that's like too short. So it just kind of like sits up high. It's a pony nub. Uh Mm -hmm. he wears white suits, like and just like the biggest energy you've ever seen. (laughs) But like directed in weird places and (laughs) like like
2: steven seagal but like more serious and like actually in shape
1: and like doing line reads that you just can't even begin to wrap your head around (laughs) like there's one where he like screams i want those kids (laughs) and you're like who would emphasize i want (laughs) like what direction did they give this guy (laughs) It rules, though, whatever it yeah. is. It makes him seem really unhinged. Yeah, he's
2: doing, like, Nick Cage-type stuff, yeah. but not that big, but, like, sort of that energy.
1: When he beats up the grandpa at the end, and he's, like, holding him up, he's like, I win! You lose! Yeah. Ha! 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, laughing big I enough. I never <laughs> lose! Just big enough mouth so that grandpa can throw the jelly beans in and choke him. Yeah. Uh, and then he beats the shit out of him. And Again, uh, cartoon logic. Yeah. And then he's like gonna deliver the final blow But then he just drops him And then uh, Snyder picks up an assault rifle And he's gonna kill Grandpa And then out of nowhere he gets sniped By the FBI who yeah. showed up just in time again uh, To have a million dudes Sneak onto the boat all at once Yeah he gets I shot guess.
2: with a gun in yeah. this <laughs> like All
1: the all the ninja uh, On the boat are now Gathered around this fight So they uh, uh, missed all the FBI Guys showing up <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a Dark Knight Rises logic yeah all the cops were in in the stadium at the yeah. time um yeah and then and then the ninjas are running away at mm-hmm. this time they had already been running away and being followed by some ninjas who they're like sort of uh, sorry the child ninjas are being uh chased by adult ninjas yeah and they're like sort of dispatching with them but then one of them is about to He's like the other henchman guy, who's that sort of like smarmy. Uh, oh yeah, the, like the Peter, accountant guy. He like kind of has that like Peter Green from The Mask energy. Uh huh. Um, yeah, the accountant. Uh, and him and his henchmen are running after them, but they like get them all down except for one, and then uh, Grandpa shows up and knifes him in the chest, uh, and then the accountant <laughs> uh, runs and hits his face on a, a, a valve yeah. and uh, is out cold. Yep. Of course, and that's that's the end. They they leave. They get the Snyder, and then they go back. And they um, they
1: have one last confrontation with the bully, where they just beat the shit out. Of him.
2: Yeah, the whole time they have some sort of code to like not fight.
1: Oh yeah, because Grandpa tells them like you don't use your powers for bad. Like you your strong, capable fighters don't use it to be bullies. You know? Right,
2: but they get their bike stolen yeah. and just let it happen, and then like agree to have a rigged basketball game where they're like I, it's uh, it's also like re- that part is really unclear they're like we get nine points and it's to ten so you can't make us let us make one basket i don't get why they do that it's, it's very
1: show off shit i guess and, and they try to seed that in a little bit where it's like rocky's a bit of a show off and uh-huh. emily doesn't like that oh yeah uh, but it's not really played up enough and like i don't really feel like i mean you get I'm, as a, I'm kid. a 34 year old man I don't care whether Emily likes Rocky
2: <laughs> yeah Emily's like too busted too <laughs>
1: Emily's kind of bust like
2: honestly though like in a just world that, <laughs> that girl would be playing Angus like her you know she looks like Angus from that movie Angus yeah like she just I don't get how she got that I don't get what's going on yeah in that.
1: Rocky is too hot for her
2: definitely yeah <laughs> i've always thought this anyway um so they get their bikes back yeah uh, they they just beat the shit out of these kids who do not know martial arts but are yes. bigger than them um because they're like you know what fuck this and then they get their bikes back um, and that's the end of the movie and that's the end of the movie they all learn to use tom tum uh, tum like a battering ram and that's their special move yeah. their special voltron move and yeah tum
1: Tom-tom tum rules
2: Tumtum's cool Tum tum is real like vibey just like I don't care, I eat candy, yeah,
1: Colt is obviously the cool one, but I mean yeah. tum tum is so fun and like such yeah. a goofball, and he just he's always got fucking candy in his mouth, yeah, that's a very fun character trait,
2: yeah it's a <laughs> he it is the
1: power fantasy thing again, right? It's like you live in a world where like this kid is just allowed to eat candy all the time, <laughs> also that's you
2: right, yeah. like you're the fat kid, but you're still fucking good at the. Uh, Karate, and like you hang out with your cool brother, and like I
1: guess I was always tum tum, not you personally, but no, but I mean, like, like in in, you insert yourself into the movie, right? That's one of the kids you get a character, that's one of the
2: kids you get to identify with. Is Mm -hmm. like you might not be the cool one, but you're cool because you're confident and you don't care that you eat candy and you can still hang out with people, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a cute kids movie, I thought. Um, nothing. I don't know. I feel like it was special to me at the time. Mm-hmm. Like this stood out as like a more fun. There wasn't other stuff like this at the time.
1: Absolutely, and and the premise alone of of what if we did Home Alone with martial arts? I feel like that alone is kind it's of pretty like, good. That's pretty sick. I get it. It's 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 a good idea. It's 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 Home Alone plus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? And yes. and that's a good idea.
2: It's a it's a it's an obvious win. Uh, and I think that it was. Uh, I think that this movie made quite a bit of money, if I if I recall it correctly. Did. Well, I think. I it, mean, they made
1: multiple sequels. They made
2: three more. It yeah, might have this done. This movie cost two million dollars, <laughs> and it made twenty nine. All right. So it was a big hit. I mean that that twenty nine million to you listener may not sound like a lot of money, but in nineteen ninety two, on a two point five turnaround like that was a huge hit with
1: your your selling name is victor wong
2: (laughs) yeah exactly uh and you can you know just pay these kids peanuts and and you know get them back except that didn't happen because the second one uh doesn't have rocky in it yeah i think the Um, kids
1: you know like i said the kids weren't actors they were martial arts kids and i think probably for them they were like well that was fun
2: it it turned out to be a uh, the most profitable film of the year in terms to cost to gross ratio. Damn! So it was considered a huge success. Um, yeah, so they made a couple more, and it's a you know it's a charming little thing. It's I would say if you have a kid, it's a good kids movie. Yeah, absolutely. I cannot recommend it to an adult listening. Yeah, to Yeah, an
1: adult coming in cold if you've never seen this before. It's not...
2: It's not worth watching.
1: It's not good enough to be good, and it's not bad enough to be good. There's just <sighs> nothing... There's nothing really for you Actually, here. Actually, you know
2: what I'm gonna... I am... I, I, um, well, you saw... You played it in, in...
1: I played it at my bad movie show, and it what? didn't go over well. Right, because it, it's too good. It, it's too good. It's... I think there are sequences that are worth watching. I think if you can find it on YouTube, I don't know if somebody's clipped this... But, if you can find the bit of the FBI's raid on Snyder's compound at the beginning where the the Arab guy buys the single missile, that's pretty funny. that's worth <laughs> that is worth watching because it's so funny,
2: yeah, that part is stupid and very funny. But yeah, I think you're right the 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 movie is too competent of a children's movie that it's like you feel bad, like laughing at it because it's yeah. like there's a couple like obvious, like nineteen ninety two. 80 uh, like there's a there's an ADR thing where they say yeah and mm-hmm. it's just like they play the same clip over and over yeah. again uh, that's really annoying but it's not funny it's just like
1: uh, yeah it's it, it
2: costs 2.5 million
1: like yeah and it's it's funny that everybody's white that's funny but it's only funny for so long yeah you
2: know? it doesn't get more funny uh and, and then besides that like the movie is pretty reasonably structured it's paint by numbers but it's for kids and so you kind of just either have to enjoy it as a kids movie or you're not going to enjoy it. So yeah. I would say, I I don't know. Would you say it's too racist to show to kids? No. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think
1: it's very racist at all. I just think it's, it's I think it's whitewashed. Yeah. I think it's definitely like.
2: But it, it's funny because it has like 90s Burger King like uh, <laughs> kind of. um representation where there's just like a couple like there's like a two black kids like in a shot you know like oh yeah yeah, they all go to school it's all there's something to
1: be said for the fact that the bully the one black actor in this movie is the bully and then all of his bully peers all are white are white kids who who talk like black people though that's true like it definitely and they're all dressed like nwa (laughs) there is something to be said for that it probably isn't the best right but i i I it's really
2: funny because i specifically remember i lived in la i grew mm. up in la so it's like i remember watching this movie and being like these guys are cool why yeah. are <laughs> or like i know, you know like why aren't those, you
1: guys hanging out with them <laughs> yeah why
2: are they being mean to you i don't know like it, that didn't ring true because i lived in la and it's like they're in some suburb or whatever Yeah, maybe they're in like rancho cucamonga or something
1: yeah it's got to be like some L.A. some suburb. la suburb um but in any event um I don't think it's too racist. I think it's definitely not the kind of casting you could do today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I I don't think you'd get away with any part of this today. Yeah. But I don't think that if you were to watch it with a kid, they would like come out racist. But I
2: also don't know <laughs> if a kid would like it. Like
1: it's oh it's, you you got to be kidding. Me. A kid would definitely like it.
2: I feel like kids. Well, maybe if you've like trained them not to watch the sort of stuff, but like texturally this is going to register to children as old.
1: Yeah, and but like, I liked old kids' movies. Yeah? Like, if I watched, like... um
2: yeah, I liked... Um,
1: like, a Never Ending Story.
2: Or Escape from Witch Mountain.
1: Yeah, I loved Never Ending Story as a kid. I loved... Um, uh, 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 Did you
2: ever watch Escape from Witch Mountain? No. That was, like, a Disney one from, like, the 60s, where it's, like, these two, like, alien kids who have, like, superpowers. Mm-hmm. They play, like, their harmonica and can make stuff move with their mind pretty cool
1: nice uh yeah like the you, goonies i liked like that's from I, that's I, from I, our time no it's not that's from the 80s yeah
2: are you not born in the 80s
1: yeah but i mean i wasn't like sentiently watching movies in the 80s i guess so
2: yeah i guess my sentient movie watching kind of started in 1990 probably yeah um yeah so 70s 60s there was a couple kid good kids movies i, I i'd be really curious if old you have
1: cartoons a, are the fucking best if i love to have old a cartoons. kid
2: and they're old enough
1: yeah write in Write in watch Actually, three ninjas as with a them. matter of
2: fact i fucking forgot again that we got an email this <laughs> two weeks ago that we're supposed to read on the bonus because yeah. i told people to write in and All i'm right. so sorry but
1: we'll you should write in
2: we should write in it's generationlostpod at gmail.com tell us how, what your kid thinks about three ninjas
1: yeah or just write us about whatever the fuck you feel like writing about i don't really give a shit are you recommending this uh, no. If you're coming in cold, if you've never seen this before, if you're an adult, don't watch this. If Absolutely you have a not. kid, maybe watch this. Yeah. If you've watched, if you watched it as a kid and you haven't seen it in a long time and you're curious, definitely watch it again.
2: Oh, if you watch it as a kid and you have a kid or.
1: No, no, no. If you watched it as a kid and you're just curious about it, if you just like remember it from when you were a kid, I would highly recommend watching it again I- because it definitely gets it, it, it scratches a very particular itch for me.
2: I liked this movie a lot as a kid and seeing it was absolutely some weird like light bulbs in my head where just like, ooh, I oh yeah, I remember yeah. this and it was
1: fun to watch. It's like I, turning I, I, a screw that you haven't turned in a long time. Yeah, it you feels know?
2: weird and you're like, oh hey. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's interesting. I remember really enjoying this. Um but I felt like halfway through, I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah. I remember. Um so yeah, I mean, sure. You could you could watch it and be like surpr like happily surprised that it has not aged so horribly that it feels like a bad Christian, you know?
1: Yeah. To point five. And you can marvel at how not as racist as you'd expect it to be. <laughs> it is.
2: Yeah, you can revel in that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, it's a it's a very soft specific recommend and a mostly not recommend. Yes. Yeah. So it was a fun watch though so okay thanks so much for listening this has been generation loss the show about movies with brin and jeremy that doesn't take itself too seriously not that seriously <laughs> uh if you'd like to hear more of our show and i promise somebody will remember next time that the bonus will have an email read especially if you write one and we make it a more regular thing instead of once a year <laughs> uh but yeah write us an email gen generationlosspod at gmail.com but go to patreon.com slash generation laws and you will get a bonus episode that sometimes will have an email read in it. Um, but it's mostly about the movie news. Sometimes it's about topics. Sometimes it's just a another movie review, depending. Um, and then you also get access to the discord where we watch the movie, uh, that we're going to talk about on the next episode, which has been highly attended recently. Have you Mm, noticed this? Like six to 10 people in there, like watching. I made a, um, a sort of MST3K, like watch along text channel too. So nice. it's been a lot of fun. I've actually been uh, watching it along um, and it, it's cool. So that's a fun little perk. Also, we are still not at Sopranos season three. Uh, you
1: motherfuckers.
2: You motherfucking mooks. You need to go and subscribe to Patreon so that we can watch season three. Finally. And give you an, at long last. a bonus episode of that. Um, because there's still four more seasons, and I, I, I think we'd like to, all, we'd all like to see them.
1: We'd all like to see we'd them.
2: <laughs> we'd all like to see them. So that's it. Go do those things.
1: Go do those things. And as we say every week here on the Generation Lost podcast, that's, that's movies. movies. Yeah!